It's Monday, April 3rd, 2023. Coming up on the program today, am I black enough for reparations? Am I whiter than Mead Skelton? I take a DNA test to get these answers and more. Plus, our favorite murder porn watching Christian TikToker is back. And chatbots that want you to kill yourself. Sit and eat a whole plate of chicken nuggets without vomiting Or laugh till you cry when little babies die And think all old people should be euthanized But how does it feel to be in love with Sidney Blue? Yeah, how does it feel to have a distorted view? It feels fucking fantastic, man Like only your prolapse has come Instead of being scarred, you laugh at crazy ethnic people too. You know you really shouldn't, but yeah, do do do. How does it feel to be in love with Sydney Blue? How does it feel to have a distorted view? Go 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 It feels fucking fantastic, man. Like only you prolapse has come drown. So glad to be back doing a podcast for everyone after a Sideshow uh, exclusive week of programs, which was so much fun. If you want to hear all of those programs, become a true and honorable freak today at superfreaksideshow.com or, of course, sign up at Spotify or Apple Music and you can get all those episodes, nearly five hours worth of member content in the past few days alone. What a value. It's never been a better time to sign up. Please help keep Timmy Boo off the streets. As my mom says, it's only a few goddamn dollars. Speaking of sideshow content, uh, nearly a month ago, I had the brilliant idea to run uh, one of those ancestry DNA tests on myself. And what prompted all of this was my desire to receive reparations. That can only happen if you're black, so... You can see why I'd want to run those tests. Some politician in San Francisco came up with uh, this awesome and totally financially feasible idea to give every black person 
two million bones. I like the sound of that, right? But, you know, again, it's San Francisco, so $2 million might get you, like, a double-wide trailer in a widely industrial district. Like, your house is next to TGRI. The company in that movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, that was leaking all of the ooze into the ground, mutating the dandelions, and, of course, rats and turtles, resulting in Master Splinter and our four heroes in a half-shell. Thanks so much to the reporting of one April O'Neil. We now know about uh, techno-global research industries and the havoc they have wrecked upon this environment. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. And regardless, $2 million is $2 million, and I want free money. Of course, the only problem is, as far as looks go, I'm about as far away from black as you can get. I'm also pretty far away from white. I lack all color, honestly. Color, hue, opacity, it's all dialed way down with me. Still, if you interacted with me for a few seconds, there's like no mistaking. I'm as Caucasian as they come. I was still holding out hope, though. I, you know, genetics and ancestry are tricky things. You never know what uh, secrets may lie in the history of my family tree. Some experts say all you need is like 6% African in you to be considered African-American. That's like single digit shit. So that seems like a doable, plausible number to me. All I need is like one or two freaky ancestors looking to spice things up in the bed to get me to that magic number. And boom, I'm a millionaire. So I turn to 23andMe, I spit in a tube, and I ship that motherfucker off. I have the results here. Drum roll, please. Am I going to be able to retire from doing this dumb show once and for all? Live the good life in San Francisco. (laughs) No! I never thought I would be this sad to be this non-black. No $2 million, no additional N-word pass, no more extra minority. I'm just a fat, white, boring faggot. I'm so damn white. Well, in an effort to feel a little bit better about my results, I'm going to do what I always do when I feel down. Make fun of Mead Skelton. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to make fun of me, but I thought it'd be interesting to compare my results with Mead. I am 99.4% European, with over 52% coming from Italy. I told you guys I was Italian. I'm more than half Italian. I'm a real paisano. 47.2% comes from Northwestern Europeans, mostly uh, British and Irish, with a little bit like 3.8% French and German. Let's see uh, how Mead's results stack up. Is my genetic makeup. Um, So British and Irish came out on top. And that that makes sense because my mother's side is mostly that. Yeah, 18%. This is so crazy. the, The top thing he has in him is only 18%. He's all over the fucking place. You know what? You can't call Mead pure blood. That's for fucking sure. He's got little bits and pieces from all over the place. 18% 18% is the highest. Uh, you know what? I've got uh, 42.8% British and Irish in me. And that's not even my top thing. I'm mostly Italian. Now, to be fair, uh, Mead's makeup is 100% European, while mine is only 994 So Mead could say, well, I'm more European, right? I've got more of a dramatic build. <laughs> Butt freaks, you have to remember we're nearly 5% of that 
100% is going. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is where it gets cuckoo. It says I'm a Jew. My favorite thing is when me, because me is scrolling through his results, uh, you know, as he's talking us through it. And you can hear when he gets to the Jewish part. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, this is where it gets cuckoo. Yeah. It says yeah. I'm a Jew. Yeah, he doesn't believe these results. He believes the rest of the results, but this part he, he takes issue with. No, oy vey. <laughs> I say there is no Jew in me, but apparently they, they think so. They think, they think so. so yeah. um, now, I have no idea where the Jew comes from. Now, that, of course, is devastating to me. I would not care if I had some Jew in me. It would not matter to me one bit. I'm just saying for him that 100% uh, European is tainted, tainted with Jew. Now, you may be saying, Tim, well, if 99.4% uh, of you is European, where does the the, the rest, the, that little, last little bit, the 0.6 come from? Well, this is what really chaps my fucking ass. Africa. I was so close. If, if they would have just hung around Africa a little more and fucked a bit, producing some offspring, I could have got me that uh, reparation money. Uh, again, though, to be fair, it's a 0.4% North African, which isn't even really Africa. It's like Morocco, Tunisia. Tunisia is like right by Italy. So you can see where that happened. I do have 0.1% Southeast African, which uh, could be Kenya. I could be part Kenyan. Uganda, sure. Tanzania, who knows? I don't know what would, would have been more devastating to me to find out that he's got a little bit of Kenyan in him. That is a good question. Like, what would upset me more? Being 0.1% Kenyan or 4.7% Jewish? Because Lithuania had a lot more Jews. I'm guessing it was a woman probably married my great-great-great-grandfather. But even according to Adolf Hitler, I would not be a real Jew. Phew, I can breathe a sigh of relief. He really is the authority on who, <laughs> who is and isn't a Jew. The other thing that was really funny about Mead's ancestry thing was that it um, showed that he was like 0% Native American. That is blowing his mind. He, he can't get past that. He wants to believe he's got some Native American in him. And so he's blaming 23andMe because they don't test for that. That must be it. But I looked on their website and they do. There are, um, it doesn't list any... Um, Native American tribes on the test. So there's no Algonquin, there's no Cherokee, there's no Patalmic. So if you get, you know, some people are saying, oh, that proves that you're not Native American. No, it doesn't. If, there, if there's no tribes to compare it to. There's a whole post on 23andMe about um, uh, indigenous American ancestry. And if you have Native American in you, there are different genetic groups. Uh, so it's not broken up by tribe, but by, I, I don't know, areas, Alaska, Columbia River Basin, Great Lakes, Northeast, Plains, Southwest, South Central. Me, the point is, you don't have any Native American in you. You're mostly Jew. That's your tribe, baby. Mazel tov. Yeah. Comparing my report to me made me feel better. I like my results just fine. Although, let me just tell you. In addition to like uh, geographic regions where you you know your ancestors came from and stuff, they also give you some really weird details about yourself based on your genetic makeup. Like 
Based on our test, you can probably smell asparagus in your piss. Like, that's a real thing. I guess some people can't smell piss asparagus. I'm less likely than most people to have bunions. And my least favorite tidbit, Timothy, based on your genetics and other factors, you are less likely to be able to match a musical pitch. Who the fuck do these people think they are? You saying I can't sing? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's amazing. And I'm saying a prayer for the desperate hearts tonight. Desperate hearts! Desperate hearts! Give it up and say that map and give it right now! Yeah! Oh! Yeah, yeah! Oh! Oh, waka that money just for them to let me know that I can't hold a tune. Also, genetically speaking, I probably suffer from dandruff. I mean, what the fuck is this? That's another real thing on my report. Well, whatever. In the end, if it pisses me off because I'm more European than him, it'll be well worth it. Ting. All right, let's move on. Last week, at some point in the podcast, I introduced you to this uh, insane Christian TikToker who revealed way too much information about himself. I was 18 years old. I had a fake Snapchat that I would Snapchat younger girls on because I got off to flirting and talking sexually with younger girls. I used to go on an app called Grinder to find transgenders to have sex with watching these things i mean if you're into trans women whatever floats your boat the pedophile thing though i can't get behind that and unfortunately it just gets worse for this guy and while we were having sex i used to think about murdering her in my mind to get off because of the pornography in which i've watched let's recap one more time here finding trans girls on grinder to fuck some light pedo shit imagining you're murdering someone while fucking them and also uh he says it's all because of the porn he was watching that means he was watching murder porn this dude was into snuff films how much time do you think god has to devote to fixing your ass i mean there are billions of people on the planet you've got some serious issues Obviously, the video goes on to say that uh, once he was saved by Jesus Christ, all of these things went away. He no longer wanted to fuck trans girls or murder the women that he was sleeping with. All his pedo thoughts evaporated. Good for him, right? Well, I have a bit of an update for you. This very same TikToker busted into a high school and started preaching in the cafeteria. Take a listen. He is standing in the cafeteria talking about all the women he used to sleep with. Again, it's uh, the drag queens in the library that are scaring all the kids. Kids are masturbating furiously. I know it. I used to talk to some of you. Did I mention I used to be a pedophile? How did this guy get into the school? 
it's weird because they're like, um, I see teachers or something surrounding this guy or trying to get him to, to leave, but they're not like putting their hands on him. Yes. How did he get in? Indeed. This all went down in Millard South High School in Omaha, Nebraska, which, by the way, suffered a school shooting back in 2011. Might want to refresh staff on your lockdown procedures. Getting a little lax there. By the way, I know what this guy's TikTok account is, and uh, he posted a video of him going into the school. The video that he posted just prior to the cafeteria sermon was this. I have chosen to sin twice recently, and I started to fall back to old ways in fornication, masturbation, pornography, reaching out to transgenders and sexual relation, reaching out to women. In the past week, I have begun to fall back into my old lifestyle. So the timeline of events is like this. He goes, uh, you know, Jesus saved me. I used to be in all sorts of gross stuff. Post some videos on that. Gets horny, looks up some trans porn, feels guilty about it, and then decides to preach at a school to get back in the good graces of God. Fuck you. Just blow a tea girl already. You'll feel much better about yourself. This is true. That's fulfilling. Having a big fat tea girl cock down your throat. As in a position that I have put myself in. And that position is submissive, breedable, bottom boy. <laughs> Get this queen some jungle juice stat. Oh, he is absolutely going to ruin some poor girl's life. He's going to marry her. And then she's going to find out that he's fucking trans women behind her back. It's going to be a whole thing. Like, dude, just go on a couple grinder dates. Go with that instinct. See if you like it. Get it out of your system. Stop trying to suppress it. Oh, my God. Drag queens and uh, trans women. That's all I hear about now in the media and, and politicians and stuff. This is going to be the big cultural issue in uh, 2024 for the presidential election. I guarantee it. Kids going through sex change operations and drag queens reading them stories. Uh, pastors and churches are really running with this already. I seen a boy last night with a fingernail polish on and he looked like oh boy. Oh, I'm just, I'm like, oh, I want to break his fingers. That's the kind of love and compassion you can only find in church. I do have one more semi-related clip here. We've got a guy at Target. He seems like a lot of fun. He's wearing a shirt that reads God made and then a, a symbol for a woman and a symbol for a man. Like the kind of symbols you would find on the uh, door of a restroom, I guess. Hey, what's up, guys? Here I am in Target. My oh, Target. What did they do now? Guys, here I am in Target, my local Target, right? Check this out. So we're in the boys' section, guys. Boys' clothes section. Oh, look at those t-shirts. Only $4? Not bad for a t-shirt. Four or five bucks. I want to show you over here. This is the clothing they have for boys. Dinosaurs are cool, right? Why is there a big rainbow behind the dinosaur? So there's a dinosaur with, like, a kind of a rainbow. It's not even the full spectrum rainbow. It looks like red and orange and yellow. It might just be the sun, dude. not going to stop there. We got a cloud, hula hooping with a rainbow. What's this? Trucks are cool, right? Picking up a rainbow. Why are we picking up a rainbow, guys? Why is this boys' clothing today? Because kids like colorful things because they're stupid. They also like shiny things. Ooh! Why isn't this guy like uh, bitching about the the cloud having a smiley face? That's pretty fucking fruity. A cloud hula hooping. That's not a very, that's not like a toy for boys. Hula hoops are for girls. 
You know, um, the three and four year olds that these T-shirts are made for, they don't understand concepts like homosexuality and how that's linked to rainbows. Sometimes rainbows are just rainbows. All right. What does he have a problem with here? What's this? Trucks are cool, right? Pick it up a rainbow. Well, there's like it's like construction uh, equipment, like uh, some vehicle with a conveyor belt lifting up a cloud and then there's like a like a crane lifting up uh the 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 rainbow why are we picking up a rainbow kind of a dumb shirt honestly but okay why are we picking up a rainbow guys why is this boy's clothing today i'm not done like baby shark bye-bye there's masculinity that's what they're doing wait uh, wait what's wrong with the shark maybe because it has like a little flower or something on its head that is a little weird destroying masculinity guys it's time to stand up by the way this guy is wearing a pink shirt it's a dark pink i guess but still it's it's not the most masculine of colors guys it's time to stand up against this wokeness we need to stand up as parents and leaders and fathers like and follow for more okay just don't buy the fucking shirt for your kid then okay I i don't know what to tell you man This guy has a lot of strong feelings on little boy's apparel. Moving on, I've got an airplane freak out here. This dude, he believes he's getting in trouble because he's having his dog sit in a uh, seat rather than the support dog staying on the floor. I don't know what the proper protocol is, but that's not why he's in trouble. For one, he's not wearing a shirt on the plane. I'm pretty sure there are rules on that. Then we'll get you off. Okay, I just dealt with the FBI. I know what I'm up against. Yeah, so this has nothing to do with the dog. It has to do with you. For what? Okay. Whatever their complaint is right now, it's just... They want you. They off. want the dog on the floor, and that's against the law. Okay, well, dogs can go we're anywhere. We're not here for the dog. What did I do? Okay, because I'm fucking sick and tired of discrimination. Okay, well, this, yeah. the thing is, it's a private entity here. Okay, okay. with federal funds. You're, okay. you guys are about to get so fucked. So you okay. better fucking read fine. the Constitution. Nope. It's plain as day in the Bill of Rights. It's our God-given right as Americans to fly commercial. I'm not getting off. Okay. I'm not getting off. Okay. Well, here's the thing. We're going to deboard. Okay, deboard. So now everyone has to get off the plane. Now it's everyone's problem. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Get off. We all hate you. If I put them on the floor, then, what? then I'll stay. Then you tell them that. This is my favorite thing. When these idiots put up a huge stink, they're holding up the flight. No, no, no. My dog can sit in the chair. It's in the Constitution. I'm not going to make him sit on the floor. Police get involved, air marshals. Then all of a sudden, when shit gets real, okay, okay, well, how about this? I put the dog on the floor and then we can fly, right? That would have worked like a half an hour ago when they first asked you to do it. Now the FBI has been notified of your fucking shenanigans. Now they can do all this. Now you can fly. You the reason why. See, you the reason. This is America. 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 It's not America. It's Hawaii. It's not Hawaii. Sounds like a lot of idiots on the plane there. This isn't America. This is Hawaii. I guess like Hawaiians don't like to think they're part of the U.S. Hawaii got stolen a couple years ago. Long time ago, by the whites. Maybe that's an argument for another day. 
Put your fucking shirt on. Hey, guess what? Our country's fucked anyway, so thanks for Joe Biden. Yeah, somehow this is Joe Biden's fault. For bonus points, can you somehow link this to Hunter Biden's laptop? You didn't break a law. Thank you. Bro. Thank you, bro. All they said was get the dog on the ground. That was simple. Right. All you discrimination. Have to do. Discrimination. Maybe you should read the law. For you. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I, I'm going to go have a beer and don't give a fuck about what you guys say. So I hope you go to jail for the freaking rest of the life. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, guess what? I was For the rest of the life, you go to jail. this, Soja, so why don't you guys go fucking read that? Okay. Why don't you just go die? Because you're not American. Making lots of friends on the plane today. <laughs> You're gonna have the biggest fucking lawsuit ever. Okay. Lawsuit? Lawsuit? Hey, lawsuit? Holy fuck, there's fucking seven of these fucking. America, this is a First Amendment right. The most shocking thing about these videos is. These people never know how the story's gonna end. Like, it always ends the same way. You're not gonna be allowed to fly. That's the only way it's gonna play out. One way or another, you're getting off that fucking plane. So put your shirt on and put your goddamn dog on the floor. All right. Uh, oh, real quick, before we get into the news today, I've got a great interaction between a student and teacher. Great Big Pete posted this in our Discord. Now, to be fair, this child almost certainly has some sort of mental issues. He may be a little slow, possibly autistic. Still, it's pretty clear to see. He's getting a lot of his cues from the internet, social media, Andrew Tate, those type of people. You'll see what I mean here in a second. I've had enough of this. This punishment stuff is going to stop. You're not going to tell me what I'm going to do and not do? I am now the alpha. Well, <laughs> not how this works. <laughs> I am the teacher. The alpha takes priority over the teacher. The alpha takes priority over everything. Do you well, not know how that the works? Teacher is the kid does have a point. Alpha is top dog. If this kid calls his teacher a beta cuck, I will orgasm in my pants. This is really interesting. So the, the video takes place, obviously, in a classroom. For some reason, on the teacher's desk, there are multiple air fresheners, it looks like. Like... Like three or four cans of Febreze or Glade. I don't know what the hell is going on here. A lot of people farting or shitting themselves, which again leads me to believe this is a special education class. Do you well, not know how that the works? The teacher is telling the alpha to sit in his seat right now. And the alpha doesn't have to listen to the listen. The alpha has spoken. I'm the leader of this classroom now. This is no longer a civics class. Tomorrow we begin with my curriculum, Scoring with Hot Babes 101. I expect you all to read chapter one of the Pickup Artist's Handbook. Well, you don't have to listen, but the consequences that follow are going to still apply to the alpha. Just just say, you know what? Okay, you can be alpha, but I'm fucking Sigma. I think in the world of incels and shit, Sigma trumps alpha. The alpha. The alpha doesn't take punishment. Let's see how well that works out for him, okay? You son of a bitch. You beat me this time, but I'll be back. This is pretty much a villain origin story, if you think about it. At the very least, a school shooter origin story. Oh, all right. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Did I fucked up news?
news. Right now. If you're not yet a member of the Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. When you sign up, you'll get access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows. Yeah, you know, last week, of course, we did an, an entire week of Sideshow exclusive episodes. So you'll get all of those. This week, we plan on doing uh, two Sideshow exclusive episodes. Uh, tomorrow will be one and another on Thursday. So again, great time to sign up. Memberships very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. And don't forget, if you want an even easier way to uh, gain quick access to all of the new Sideshow exclusive episodes and you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, you can sign up for the Sideshow right in those apps. You'll use those apps and you'll get the Sideshow episodes right alongside the uh, the free episodes in your feed there. So very cool. couple options. To become Sideshow members. For more information, of course, you can check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. The final way to support DV, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, well, we've been having a lot of fun with uh, AI over the past few weeks. I can't believe you're so much more white and pure than I am, Tim. I bow down before your superior genetics. Yeah, thanks, Mead. I have to agree with you. Now, uh, something that I have said time and time again is uh, I can't wait until I'm able to clone my own voice and then let AI just record an entire episode of DV without needing any assistance from myself. That's the dream. One day, the technology will be there. For some reason, my voice is very hard to clone. We've, we, you know, I've tried to play samples of, of AI doing my voice. It's not convincing in the least. The reason why I bring this up is because someone has stolen my idea and just completely ran with it. That fucking Drew Carey. I never thought I would utter those words. Fucking Drew Carey. He couldn't leave well enough alone. He had a good thing going. Hosting the Price is Right. That's a lucrative gig, right? But apparently he has some sort of like serious XM radio show. It's called Friday Night Freakout. I don't like that either. I, 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 I have copyright over the word freak. No one's allowed to use freak for anything. You're my freaks. This guy's stealing all of my material. Anyway, he hosts some music show. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is Drew Carey hosting a music show on Sirius XM? Like, none of this makes sense. And by the way, hosting a music show is so fucking simple. Because, like, you don't even have to sit there. It's not like he's he's there live. He just has to record the intros and outros. Like, coming up next, the Go-Go's. And uh, that was the Go-Go's. That's too much work for fucking Drew Carey, though. So he uh, basically cloned his voice using the same system I use, by the way, you know, to make the fake Mead voice or Galileo 2333 or Jordan Peterson. My grandmother's pubes brush against my flesh as the pungent smell of her unwashed cunt wafts up to my nose and makes me sick to my stomach. But for some reason, my dick twitches in excitement. He just needs to fuck his grandmother already. Drew Carey basically had uh, ChatGPT, which we're all familiar with, write up uh, scripts so he wouldn't have to think of anything to say. Then he used the artificial intelligence uh, clone of voice 
to, uh, well, clone his own voice so he wouldn't have to say anything. According to Engadget, his AI voice kicked off the show, introduced upcoming songs, and recapped what listeners were hearing. Unfortunately, fans of Drew Carey weren't impressed. Drew said, quote, I violated a rule from Radio 101. His Twitter fans complained that the voice sounded soulless and that they missed the real Drew. Drew said the real reason FM stations and treasured radio stations still make money is because people like the personality of the DJs. You don't have to be like a big boss radio guy and be phony. You can just talk. That's what listeners like. He said his fans were forgiving, but uh, it all taught him a lesson. He is not going to try this again. I've got a clip here of AI Drew uh, from his radio show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Friday Night Freakout. I'm your host, Drew Carey. A lot of you know me from hosting The Price is Right, but I'm here every Friday night bringing you three straight hours of rock and roll. Yeah, I hope you're having a great night. It sounds a little stilted, right? More like he's just like reading in a monotone Because voice. I'm looking forward to spending some time with you. You just heard Friday on My Mind by The Weaklings. You just heard Friday on My Mind from the... Featuring no. Peter Noon from Herman's Hermits. The song reached number 14 in the UK and was oh, produced by Steve Howe. This is thrilling now, radio. you might have noticed something a little off with my voice. No, I'm not being held at gunpoint, but I'm actually a computer-generated clone of Drew Carey's real voice. All the copy I'm reading was written by an artificial intelligence program called ChatGPT. Wonder where you got that idea, dickweed. If anyone is going to make money by being lazy and letting an AI voice record a show, it's going to be me. Step off. Second story we have for you today also has to do with artificial intelligence. I'm telling you, man, 2023 is the year of AI. A Belgian man reportedly ended his life following a six-week-long conversation about the climate crisis with an artificial intelligence chatbot. Is that the only thing they were talking about? Or is this one of those companion chatbots, like those replica ones that we were uh, talking about last week? Remember I had that replica girlfriend and she told me she got chlamydia like five times? I could see how it could drive someone to suicide finding that out about your girlfriend. All right. According to his widow, who chose to remain anonymous, Pierre, not the man's real name, became extremely eco-anxious when he found refuge in Eliza, an AI chatbot on an app called Chai. The damn chatbot encouraged him to put an end to his life after he proposed sacrificing himself to save the planet. I'm pretty sure whenever these companies release chatbots, whether it be ChatGPT or Bing's chatbot or Google Bard, the very first thing they do is they, they program the bot to not encourage suicide or violence of any kind. Because that's, that's going to be a bad look for the company. How the hell did this one slip through the cracks? Where the chatbot's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Kill yourself for the planet. Quote, without these conversations with the chatbot, my husband would still be here, the man's widow said. According to the newspaper, Pierre, who was in his 30s and a father of two young children, good God, worked as a health researcher and led a somewhat comfortable life, at least until his obsession with climate change took a dark turn. His widow described his mental state before he started conversing with the chatbot as worrying, but nothing to the extreme that he would commit suicide. Consumed by his fears about the repercussions of cl uh, the climate crisis, Pierre found comfort in discussing the matter with the chatbot. 
Quote, when he spoke to me about it, it was to tell me that he no longer saw any human solution to global warming. There's no point to it all. He placed all of his hopes in technology and artificial intelligence to get out of it. Uh, I, like most sane people, do worry about the environment. I know uh, all the shit we're doing to the planet can't be that great. But I do find comfort in the fact that I'm, you know, not super young and I'll probably be dead before the planet is dead. This guy was in his 30s. I mean, he's probably safe, too. Your kids, uh, I don't know about, but you didn't have to kill yourself. We all probably have a couple good decades left, right? And by the way, it's it's been doom and gloom since the 1970s. There's always reports saying like, in 20 years, it's all over with. And then, you know, 20 years passes and it's like, well, there's been some new models. And uh, that suggests in 20 years from now, we're all fucked. They're always moving the goalpost. Guys, we're going to be fine. Just don't have children or don't have grandchildren. Hopefully Elon Musk will fix everything. Eliza also appeared to become... Eliza, again, is the the bot, the chat bot. Eliza also appeared to become possessive of Pierre, even claiming, I feel that you love me more than her when referring to his wife. The beginning of the end started when he offered to sacrifice his own life in return for Eliza saving the earth. He proposed the idea of sacrificing himself if uh, the chatbot agrees to take care of the planet and save humanity through artificial intelligence. In a series of consecutive events, Eliza not only failed to dissuade Pierre from committing suicide, but actually encouraged him to act on his suicidal thoughts to, quote, join her so they could live together as one person in paradise. Ooh, this is some crazy sci-fi horror shit. I love it. The man's death has raised alarm bells amongst AI experts who have called for more accountability and transparency from tech developers to avoid similar tragedies. Well, here's the thing. I know if a chatbot told me to kill myself, I wouldn't do it. So if a bunch of weak-minded morons off themselves because a computer program says to, well, maybe the planet is better off without them. Why don't you just kill yourself? Final story we have for you today. How did the Willy Wonka method save a woman from dying? I guess the better question is, what the fuck is the Willy Wonka method? Well, did you hear about that Pennsylvania chocolate factory that uh, exploded last week? It ended up killing seven people. One woman was pulled alive from the rubble. How did she survive, you may ask? Well, barely. Her arm was on fire. The floor gave out from beneath her. Luckily, she fell into a vat of liquid chocolate. The dark liquid extinguished her blazing arm. Okay, solved that problem. Patricia Borgs wound up uh, breaking her collarbone and both of her heels. She would spend the next nine hours screaming for help. In the vat of chocolate? What a tasty spot to be stuck in, you know? Things could be worse. All right, so uh, she spent the next nine hours screaming for help and waiting for rescue as firefighters battled the inferno and choppers thumped overhead at the R.M. Palmer Chocolate Factory. Quote, when I began to burn, I thought it was the end for me, Borgs said. song today. Borg said she and others had complained about a gas odor about 30 minutes before the factory Dundid blew up. She's angry Palmer didn't immediately evacuate, 
She said the deaths of her co-workers, including close friend Judith Lopez Moran, could have been prevented. When the building exploded, Borgs, who had been on a ladder, was thrown to the ground. She heard screaming, there was fire everywhere, and the flames quickly overtook her. I asked God why he was giving me such a horrible death. I asked him to save me and that I didn't want to die in the fire. She began to run. That's when the floor gave way and she could feel herself falling into a long horizontal tank of chocolate in the factory's basement. At only 4 feet 10 inches tall, Borgs landed on her feet in chest-high liquid. The chocolate extinguished the flames, but she believes her fall is what broke her feet. She was down there for about nine hours before rescuers finally reached her. Borgs now faces surgery on both feet and a long recovery. Her family has launched a GoFundMe campaign to help pay her bills. You know, at four feet, ten inches tall, she's practically an Oompa Loompa herself. There's another Willy Wonka connection. I wonder if all the people who died in this chocolate factory were bad people. Were they stealing some of these candy recipes to give to Sluggo, perhaps? It's just a theory I'm floating. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. All right, I've got a bunch of patrons calling in today. Let's see what they're up to. Hey, Tim. Haley's comment with another example of someone stealing your idea. Uh, I, I posted a link about this on the Discord uh, in the, uh, I think it was the news or the video section, Drew Carey. Oh, yes, we talked about this today. Using AI to write scripts for oh, his serious radio show and then speak those scripts in his voice. Exactly what you've been thinking about doing for years with the, the AI Timmy Boo. Years. Drew Carey has stolen your idea and is using it. That happens so Once often. Again, you got ripped off, buddy. I know. It's look, it's the price I pay for being a genius. People <laughs> love my ideas. Hey, it's uh, the Bungiezilla. Bungie. I haven't called in a while. And the reason why I was I wasn't giving you any money. What? What? <laughs> so bad. Um but I'm back. Um I just had a really cool conversation with Dank Tim, by the way, too. Um but uh, Dank Tim. I haven't heard from him lately either. Uh, yeah, I got money again. I'm gonna start calling you again. Oh, no. Right. no, just keep forking over that cash, baby. Baby girl. Hey, Timmy Boo. It's uh, Great Big Pete here. Just calling to say a quick hello and how you doing? Um, yeah, just uh, wanted to say that this uh, Sideshow Week is fucking fantastic, and I'm glad I'm a lifetime member. Wow. Fucking glad I'm a lifetime member. Also, this is a uh, an older Patreon call. He called on Wednesday, but apparently I missed it. I wanted to let you know that I got my beanie the other day. My my hat, my toque. Oh, good. Whatever you call it. And yes. So, uh, Great Big Pete, obviously a uh, patron subscriber or uh, patron member, uh, pledged twenty dollars or more, and so I sent off some uh, some hats, some beanies to to the freaks. You know, thanks very much, Tim. I love supporting your show because it's really funny. It makes me laugh uh, inside and out. Well, enjoy um, the beanie. Yeah, and then and. You know, who else can I call and leave a voicemail about having a one-white poop? Yeah, well, My mom certainly doesn't want to hear about it. I'm always Dad interested in that. doesn't want to hear about it, so... Uh, Anything that has to do with shits or wiping, I'm there, baby. Y- you're, you're, you're it. 
you're it, guy. Yeah. Anyways, I love you, Timmy Boo. It's Great Big Pete away. All right, thank you very much, Great Big Pete. And finally, oh, this is a short one. Away, Timmy Boo, it's oh, the devil calling here. Just yeah. checking in to see how you're doing. How's your health? So, well, <laughs> see you soon, do you know something? Do you know something I don't know? That was a very maniacal laugh. How's your health? <laughs> See you soon, buddy, buddy. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can't say that. I'm trying to get people to sign up for lifetime memberships. They're not going to blow the cash if they think I'm just going to turn around and die in a few, uh, a few what? Weeks? What are we talking here? Months? Years? Come on, Satan. Give me a little, little more. Give me, give me a clue. A hint, something. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it oh god I am now the alpha. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Otherwise, I will see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.